0: G'day everybody, Peps and J-Dog here for a massive, huge round 15 review for the AFL season. let out how you want your footy, live on Tuesday night. It's me, Chris Pepper, a 377 game superstar of the East Killer Football Club and, well, let's put it this way. Batman had Robin, Superman had Lois, Dirk Diggler had Roller Girl, and Peps had as the co-host, he hears the mostest. It's the J Dog, Jamie Wallace, the superstar, the man we can't do the show without the newsbreaker, the newshound, the toe ball of this team. <laughs> How
1: you going, big boy? Hi, peps. I'm very well. I tell you what, I felt like I felt like Moses just then. I had people texting me going, Where's the show tonight? What's happening with the show? I had just I was looking up, I'm in the Red Sea, I'm on the seabed, I'm looking up and there's just a wave coming at me of people going, where is Lace out tonight?
0: Well, it has to do with me, uh, a few technical issues, my laptop <laughs> wouldn't start, so I couldn't record anything, but just to look, to all the husbands out there, I just want to just want to put this one out to you, um, after a hard day's work, you want to get in the kitchen and help your wife, because she was she's on school holidays at the moment, my wife Norrell, absolute legend, cooking tea. She decided to make a pork stroganoff. How good does that say? pork stroganoff. Mm. And she'd spent hour, I reckon at least an hour, putting the sauce together, the onions, the sour cream, the mushrooms, simmering it down, thickening the sauce, et cetera. And then a certain individual who remained nameless, me, was trying to put a bet on for the next coach of Collingwood due to a hot tip that I received. And as I went to hit submit, I turned around and my little flink finger hit the fry pan and knocked the complete sauce onto the floor. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, yeah. there is a reason why the Lace Out episode is a little bit later this morning, uh, later this evening, is just the simple fact that oh, I uh, wasn't in a very good mood and in a very good position to join the show a little bit earlier than we knowed it. So to mm. all the husbands out there. The wife is cooking something delicious, and also to the wives out there, if the husband is cooking something delicious, stay out of their way. Sit on um, the couch. Do nothing.
1: What did you do to, re- to recover that situation? Pepsi, did you have sandwiches after that? What did you do? She, she remade it. Oh. <laughs> you are too spoiled. I would have said stiff shit, big boy. You <laughs> stuffed the sauce.
0: We're having sangers. We're having toasted sandwiches <laughs> with the stuffing, with the filling uh, bits. I, I stuffed it. So I just want to say that's why there's been a bit of a delay to the show. The texts were flying through. The chatter messages were flying through. What is going on? Hi to everybody joining us on the street tonight. Hello, everybody listening on the, the podcast universe, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Al Jazeera Podcasts, whatever podcast platform you're listening on. Welcome to Lace Out because it is, let's just say it now, Jamie, the shit is hit the fan. Oh. when it comes to what's going on with the AFL season. So I'm going to hand it over to the newsbreaker, the mm-hmm. co-host with the most, Jamie Wallace, around the grounds. Let's just get straight into it. We're going COVID, straight into it. COVID is literally going to ruin the season if things don't get uh, back on track shortly. Wow. What's going on? What's all the updates? Get into it.
1: Pretty much. All right. So uh, a bit of destination Melbourne for a lot of our clubs interstate. So at the moment, I think they're all. everyone is now touched in Melbourne. We've got the Suns, the Lions. Uh, they'll delay getting away from um, Queensland today, everywhere barring South Australia, Victoria, and I think Tassie has been declared a hotspot, a nice red zone hotspot. So basically, all these clubs, Suns, Lions, Frio, Eagles, they all had to make their way to Victoria to not hub peps. I don't want to hear you say the word hub because the AFL does not want us to use the word hub. Oh, Jesus. But well, it's not
0: tanking. It's not tanking.
1: <laughs> so everyone has basically come to Victoria or South Australia to um, keep the season going because there's, there's essentially nowhere to play. Um, COVID 16, round 16 uh, fixture has been thrown into absolute disarray. Um, oh, I'll tell you what. It Half feels, the country's locked down. It feels pretty, yeah. It feels pretty much like. Um, we're on the knife's edge right tonight um, from having the season postponed for 2021 again.
0: Yeah, there was all there was almost a chance this show could have been locked down due to COVID. <laughs> That's how close we were, or, or I could have been castrated after our, our frypan gate, saucepan gate this evening. Yeah. Uh, look, it is absolutely nuts what's going on at the moment. You've got clubs flying in. Teams have no idea, and after an absolutely mind-bending round of football as well too, mm-hmm. this is just nuts. Now, I actually think COVID may have hit one of our listeners already. Milney's joined us, right? Now, I saw Milney on Saturday. I tell you what, he sits at about five foot – he sits at less than five foot in, in height, this bloke, right? But his Saints had a massive win on the Friday, and he reckons the episode should spend 40 minutes on their Saints – and their forty-point win, <laughs> I did. Well, call he, that. Might he, he might have a point there. He might have a point there. Look, you you did call it, but funny enough, though, the little fella is actually giving you, as well as that, he's given you a bit of a get a dog up your j dog. I've copped the drive sanus. by.
1: I copped the drive by when I was the cop- one who said Richmond. This is a danger game for Richmond. I've copped the drive by. You've copped a drive by from a midget.
0: <laughs> like literally, <laughs> odd job,
1: odd job yeah, from Bond.
0: Oh, smaller than that. He can He can't go on the adult rides. At Luna Park because of his height, all right? So I said to him on Saturday, I said, he's 5'5 with boots. What, boots that Gene Simmons wore, 12-inch stilettos? <laughs> I said to Milne on the weekend, I said, Milne, I'm going to give the Saints a pump up. They might even be in my votes this week because what they pulled out on Friday night was sensational. So I don't want to address that too early because this no. COVID situation is massive, not just from a footy frenzy perspective or as we like to call it, footy fiesta. Yeah. But it also could put the jeopardy of some teams, top four potential teams, uh, if they have to play a lot more of their games at home rather than away, it might turn the final, the finals on their head and could. teams that were potentially looking at top fours may not be there and teams that were potentially not going to make it might have a bit more of an advantage. Yeah. so There's a
1: ex- lot to play out here. Clubs have been basically told to brace for two weeks at a minimum at this moment. Um, but who knows with the, what we know about COVID and now we've got the variant two or the Delta variant, this shit travels fast and uh, it locks
0: shit down fast. Excuse me, can you please refer to it by its accurate name? What's that one, Peps? The Tendulka variant. <laughs> Remember, we, we called it last week. It is not the D variant. It is the Tendulka. It's true. Solid, solid nothing can get through it, impenetrable. Takes yes. on anybody.
1: Um, so that that is where we are. That is the current state of play, and we're going to talk about um, round 16 and some changes to the fixtures when we look at the latter uh, in the next little bit. Mm, so totally. at the moment, Pepsi it does have that whole 2020 feel about it right now, doesn't it?
0: Oh, I hope not. Mm. I hope not because the album was shit last year, and I don't want them to go backwards. <laughs> but look, there are some some teams, hopefully, if you're Richmond supporters, you want it to be 2020 again. I think yeah. there is, but I, I don't think it's going to be as bad. I reckon these lockdowns for the next couple of weeks, we saw it happen at the start of the year when Victoria locked down for a little bit and it was able to reduce it quite quickly.
1: Yeah, Brisbane got locked down for a couple – they couldn't fly back into Brisbane for a couple of weeks. Exactly.
0: So I don't think it's going to be as bad. A lot of it was to do with just locking down borders left, right, and center, and that's what made it difficult. Yeah. I think that the thing with Victoria, though, is, yes, there's going to be more teams, um, and I'm going to get onto that in a minute. Yeah. I think it's going to affect more teams, but there's more grounds to play on, and with Tasmania having those extra grounds down there, I think that's going to be a bit of a benefit. I would love to see some games going out to Ballarat because they've got a stadium out there. So if you play MCG, Marvel, GMHBA, Mars Stadium, then you've also got the two stadiums down in Tasmania. That brings it to six. Well, don't stop there, Peps.
1: Let's let the imagination run a bit wild. You've got Casey Fields out for Melbourne. That's a a crazy venue.
0: How about? You know what? I reckon where they should play. And uh, a few of the people on the chat would know this. I reckon they should play a few games down at the brand new Overland Reserve at East Keel sensational wait club rooms and and they can play football, they can experience the Chris Pepper wing where games were decided and legends were made. Peps, careers were ended. We decided not to talk about this
1: nope. off show because you promised me have- you promised me a day in the Jimmies on the on the hill there, talking shit to yeah. the East Keelor. Oh. That 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 uh What's it called? That, that stadium. That stadium. Yeah. That little that it's little It's finished. Room. It's all opened. It's it's all good, yeah. J Dog. That's been that's now been what, 20, 30 weeks been open for now and you
0: haven't even- No, it, it opened before. last week. Council <laughs> issues. Council <laughs> issues, all right? Local councils. Okay. Doesn't really matter. Well, yeah, gonna, I, I think gonna COVID's gonna mess day. things up as well too. So alrighty. We can spend a bit more time talking about that, but I really want to have a quick look at last week's ladder uh, yep. into this week as well, because there's so many things that come out of this uh, round of footy. So let's just have a quick uh, punch up here. Look, got it up on the screen at the moment. If you, if you can't see it, what'd you say? <laughs> you said punch up, a quick punch up here. Oh, uh, quick punch up on the screen, I said. Okay. Um, so Melbourne are at the top, 48 points, game clear of the Western Bulldogs. Jeez, they were good. Mm-hmm. last week as well too. Um, we're looking at the Brisbane Lions on 40, same as Port Adelaide, Geelong, Sydney Swans on 32, West Coast on 32, um, St. Kilda's uh, version of Richmond is now bitchman apparently according to Milne, 28, same as Fremantle. So they are sniffing GWS and Essendon losing on the weekend just makes it a little bit harder for them. You've then got Carlton and Adelaide Crows on 20, Collingwood, Gold Coast, Hawthorne, and another win to North Melbourne. So it's setting things up at the top eight nicely. But there, you know, a few weeks ago, we said is the top eight set, and we pretty much said yes. But just some of the results that are occurring, you've got four teams sitting within a game. One yeah. of those teams will mention will, will, will be in my uh, will be in my votes later. Ooh, very very nice. But um, yeah, top, it was um, top
1: five's locked. Top five's locked now. That's top.
0: Oh, top five is locked. you... It's, I think the top four is almost there. I think the yep. danger – funny enough, I actually think the danger team to drop out of that top eight is is Brisbane. Oh, okay. In that right. like, top four. If they have to play a lot more of their games down in Melbourne rather than in Queensland, I think that's going to affect them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and that might potentially drop them out because – I think Melbourne are two games in. They only have to win half their games to stay there. Yeah. Western Bulldogs have got a great run. Brisbane, I don't know what's going on with them. And um, Port Adelaide and Geelong. So I think it's gonna come in. I think it's gonna come down to potentially yeah. Geelong and Brisbane for that last spot. I think that you've got a few games at home, which might make a bit of a difference, but you're not playing that well. So that's another story mm. in itself. No. Yeah. So there's the ladder at the moment. If if you had to say someone to drop out and someone to drop in. Uh, mm. who would it be? Out of the top eight? Yep. Oh, maybe Richmond. I reckon there could be one, potentially two changes. Mm. I think Richmond's run at the end of the season is going to be quite nice where they'll be able to stay in. I think West Coast, if they have to come and spend all their time over here, we know they can't play away. Well, they're they going can't to be play home. Well, they can't do anything at the moment. <laughs> they're, the, they're the ones that are potentially going to fall out. And um, I'd love to see – who would you rather have, Essendon or Fremantle, in the finals? F- okay, on the count of three, say it. One, two, three. three Fremantle. Go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just to see all the Eston supporters say that the umpires cost them a final spot. Oh, Peps, did,
1: did you leave the game early Friday on, on Saturday night?
0: I went on Saturday night. And I had to leave with 10 minutes to go. You're bullshit. You are bullshit. <laughs> I couldn't handle it, mate. You are I literally could not handle bullshit. it. Myself and Big Trevor exactly the same. We couldn't handle it. Just and then I realized the, why, because I bar. found out I was sitting in the S the members section. <laughs> I wonder why I couldn't handle it. I was getting overawed.
1: Just go to the bar for a little bit.
0: Just watch oh, the last 10 minutes of the bar. Look, by the way, uh, no, I'll, I'll cover that in my votes, because I'm going to cover something in my votes which relates to that. Okay. But, um some cracking games on the weekend. So, um, hey, do you want to get into these? Uh, do you want to get into these votes? Uh let's go get- for it. All right, let's get into it. All right. So let's start with our. Um, let's start with the good ones. Let's start with the good ones first and foremost. So All let's right. go with the votes. So um, are you there? Uh, we're just looking for our favourite uh, favourite person. Three votes. Three votes. Um, J Dog. Let's get you to start with the votes, and then I'll 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 do the middle section and bring it home for you. So give us your...
1: Three votes. All right. My, th- my theme this week, Peps, <sighs> is class. <sighs> all right. Bulldogs showed an absolute terrible West Coast team with all of those ins last week, what they had through the midfield right through to the forward line, and they tore the West Coast apart with their pure...
0: Class.
1: Thank you very much, Peps. Class. Second one. <laughs> These boys I called a danger game on Friday and you laughed at me and oh. said this game's over a quarter time. The St Kilda Football Club. Come on, man. You can't, you, you, you're going by the history. We Saint, had a right to say that. St Kilda Football Club held a class less Richmond team to two goals for the whole game. Two goals,
0: peps. Do you know that Dustin Martin had won more Norm Smiths than Richmond kicked goals on Friday night? (laughs) St. Kilda
1: looked like a very classy outfit against Richmond. So for that, you are showing all class St. Kilda and you get a Plenty of class. Massive tick from me. Um, everything seemed to work. Marshall,
0: Ryder, it all seemed to just oh, work there. They've got there to ever. play together, don't they? Marshall and Ryder okay. have to play together. Was it people, you gotta, you gotta say. You gotta say that they're gonna make it. They're gonna make it. They have to make it. Have to make it.
1: All right. Last one. If there is a club that you looked at four years ago and thought how the fuck are they doing this? It is this team right here. Brisbane showed an absolute endless pool of class that they have through every line of that club. And you think, how the hell did they get there and do that? But they've done it. Three do years ago. Do you
0: know ago, why? Oh, is that Jamie? How did they do it?
1: Because they've got absolute class. Class. They've got a great coach, they've recruited well, they've done the smart thing, they've used the way that they bring players in who maybe are a little bit hard lucked by the AFL Melbourne system and they've got them there and that team made Geelong
0: look shit. Well, it is Dad's Army. We've been saying it for a while. Dad's Army has to hit it. And you have a look at people like Jared Lyons who Gold Coast let go. Mm-hmm. Lincoln McCarthy couldn't get a game at um Geelong. Marcus Adams, he looked amazing when he was down to the doggies. Unfortunately, he got hit with injuries. Yep. He has just stepped in superb into that back line. It just, it is, it is just awesome. It is just awesome to see. And look, if there were if any of the Melbourne, if Melbourne doggies or Brisbane won the flag, I'd be pumped. Obviously, I'd go with my team. Yeah, but if the Brisbane of the doggies won it again, I'd be pumped for that because mm-hmm. they, they're, all three teams are playing classy football, which I really enjoy. All right, excellent. Your Peps, who is who's your three votes? All right, so my votes. Oh look, I've got to give the first one to a guy who's been much maligned by his uh, supporters for for a number of years now, but on the end he did something which has happened a couple of times this season, but. When you put this name and what happened together, you had to look twice. Tim O'Brien, the mark mm. that he took at full forward, yep. OMG. Like, is that going to be the turning point for him, that to show that he can do it? Jackie Chan, been in-
1: Jackie Chan, his teammate in the face. Oh,
0: it was just it was just a beautiful fly. Now, they're saying it was better than Bolton's. Mm, even on par, I still think Rewalt's mark, where he ran into the pack front on and then twisted. I think that's got a little bit more... Mm-mm-mm. To yep. it, so I'm going with that one. But it was an absolute cracker, and that is what makes our game the single greatest sport in the world, is the fact that he, he came in four deep, flew, took the mark, and just put himself up in the whole lot real. And like yep. I said, hopefully that just gives him a little confidence that he can do it day in, day out. Yep. Right, now, my love two it. votes, I've already spoken about this team. You know who I'm talking about. Everybody knows who I'm going to mention now. It's a team that I love to call shit Mm-hmm this week you're going to be the Saints. Not St. Saint Kilda, the Saints. Mm-hmm. Because you drove Richmond to hell with what you <laughs> rolled out on, on on that Friday night. I did not see it coming. I thought you'd get pantsed completely, completely yep. get pantsed. Uh, and you, we've got a to right to. You've been so underwhelming all year after what you served up last year. But that was... The best performance that you've put in all season, I'd actually even go close to say for two seasons mm-hmm. because it was hard football. You stopped Richmond from whatever they were going to do. They just looked lethargic. Yeah. They didn't like that they want to be there. And Rowan and Marshall, uh, uh, not Rowan and Marshall, yeah, Ryder, Marshall. And Marshall yep. Ryder and Marshall have to play every single week. Yeah, You have to play two big men. Have it's to. working for Jackson and Gorn. You have to do it because Ryder, when he goes forward, he gives Marshall the chop out and vice versa, and it just works, mm-hmm. okay? They showed they showed a lot more spunk than I've seen uh, St. Kilda for a lot, long time. So you just didn't get a thumbs up. You got votes this week. That's how good it was. But it was overtaken by an absolute super Saturday of football. There were four games on the weekend, four games on Saturday, and there was an average winning margin of 11 points across all those games. Yeah, there was a nine, a 10, 11, and twelve. It was just great football across. And there's a, a Netflix series called Drive to, Suv- uh, Drive to Survive, all about Formula One. And I'm not a big Formula One head, but I've really enjoyed it for the simple fact it doesn't focus on the teams at the top of the ladder. It focuses on those those teams that are sitting in, in the midway point. You know, they're not right. they haven't got the biggest budgets, they don't have the best lists, but it's that mid range type of game. And that's what happened on the weekend where there was some mid range games, and they just it was just good. F- Honest football to watch. And so it was hard. It was competitive. It was winter football. And that's yep. what, once again, makes our game. And they were, in terms of a the scoring-wise, they weren't too bad as well. So for the eight teams that played on a super Saturday, and even if we went on to the Sunday, it was a, a couple of cracking games on the Sunday as well too, which, were, which was really good to see. So, you know, football... You know, we we do have weeks where it's just a, a demolition, but this week, I think if you have a look at the games, there yeah. weren't two. There was a lot more better ones than you know. Let's go shopping, or go to the movies, or put on another parks and recreation binge. It was it's, it was yeah. really good to see outside really of good Thursday and
1: Friday night. All the games you there
0: were good, but even even Thursday and Friday night, they were both good games to watch because how they were played was just dominant. Correct not not
1: not like the 9 10 11 12
0: games on Saturday. <laughs> no, 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 no. A different type, different type. It was just it was just solid fr- fl- free flowing football for the Friday night, same with the Thursday night. It was yeah. grunt, it was hard, it was tough on Saturday and there was some good wins on the weekend as well across the board which we'll get into shortly, but it's just nice to to come in and talk about some good football for a change. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. Right, here, big fella. Um you know who it's time for, don't you? I do, Peps. Time for this bloke. Holy off! on? <laughs> Bloody wanker! <week of laughs> All right, Barass. Let's have a look who's getting now. By the way, before I go into the votes, if anybody listening to this magnificent podcast today is an artist or a graphic designer, we need your help. We need a T-shirt designed. So, can you just drop us a message on the Facebook page? Or drop us an email at laceoutpodcast at gmail.com and let us know because we want to collab and get a T-shirt done. Um, and we're not artists. We're podcastists. So it's if true. you can help us, we would love to hear from you. All
1: right. Well, even that's debatable, Pips,
0: the last part. Oh, maybe you are, but I'm a gun. <laughs> All righty So first and foremost, one vote. Um, all right, so for me oh, – No, pets- no, no, let me start. You go. You go. You went first last time. I'll go first okay. on this one. You, you come home. All right, right all first right. and foremost, Zach Williams and Tom Stewart. There's a couple of nuffies that are so super tough, they think that there's nothing better than driving your head into the turf after the ball's gone. Nice and tough. Look at me. Look at me. But once again, the stupid MRO decide to say – one was worse than the other because one guy drove the head into the artificial turf, and the other guy did it in the grass. It was the exact same um, action, but because one was on artificial turf and one was on the normal turf, nothing happens to one. We give the other. Just is it the action or we're we looking for him?
1: Team, I've been, ad- I've, I've been advised not to talk about this from my doctor. It gets my blood too
0: angry. Oh, it's just. Bubbles, bubbles. I'm frustrating, all right? Now, second of all, <laughs> here's another one that gets my blood boiling more than anything. It's, it's okay to admit that you're wrong, all right? Now, I, I normally – just, Jamie, just a quick question. When you watch the footy, how do you watch it? Just just Do you watch it like this with both your eyes open or do you watch it with one eye open? I'll do this. Okay, so it's two eyes, all right? And I, pr- I predict – you know, 17 teams out there watching with – 17 teams uh, watching with their both eyes open. Mm-hmm. Essendon supporters, watch football games with two eyes open, all right? Mm-hmm. If I have to hear – we're on Tuesday right now. If I have – I've heard for literally three days how the umpires cost you the game on the weekend. Rob. The umpires didn't cost you the game on the weekend. Rob. The, f- the final – the final free kick count, <laughs> <laughs> right? There was four free kicks difference in the whole game. Now, if you want to have a game with me, where you show me where you were robbed a free kick, I'll show you another one exactly the same way.
1: The, I
0: didn't, the umpires I didn't know. did not. I, the umpires did not. Oh, here we go, Rocco. So Rocco made a He's on the chat tonight. By the way, his son is a superstar. He wears the number six. Right. <laughs> Yes, it was a 100-metre goal because the first guy, I must admit, was Archie Perkins, was a bit stiff because he came in, he didn't have to he do much. He stood
1: there. He stood and did what he
0: right. told to do. Right. That's wrong. That one I definitely agree with. I didn't Cost say that. Cost
1: a goal. Cost a goal. Hey, so now we're six points up now. Right, But the, fifth, but the other 50 was
0: for Devon Smith, who didn't shut up towards the umpire. And the umpire said, mate, literally shut it, shut it, shut it, shut it. Oh. And then he gave it away. His fault. Oh, I'm sorry. You had two frees to the fir- two frees to 8 in the first half. That's a fair point. And then in the second half, I think you might have had something like ooh, 11 to Tell six. you what.
1: Right. Melbourne. So you
0: had more in the second half than we did. Okay. So you got a better run of it in the second half. Here's an idea. Watch the video again of that last quarter. Jake Stringer, here's an idea. Lower your eyes instead of trying to be the package and deliver overnight. Okay. There was some, how many times could he have hit people in that forward 50? No, no, no. I'm going to be the glory hunter. So don't give me that bananas. It was the umpires all the way. You were beaten by a team that did more. And mind you, the other team had 12 marks inside 50 where you had two. So if Melbourne heads. had kicked if Melbourne had kicked straight, it would have been five goals uh, at three quarter time and it wasn't. So Melbourne, Melbourne are starting
1: to get the protected species about them going on. They can do seven twenties and tackles and ten eighties and double black heel flip slides. They can do anything. Protected species there at Melbourne. Well, poor, Jamie... Poor Essen couldn't
0: even look at the ball without getting done for holding it. Well, you know what? If you want a bomber to leave her in May all night, go right ahead. That's for a like here. <laughs> starting to get the and Western Bulldogs smelling at it. And last but not least, they might be top-end teams, but they were big-time losers on the weekend. Tigers by 40, yeah. Cats by 44, yes. West Coast by 55. Have we told you yes. that those teams were sitting in the eight, they've put their uh, time and time again... Opportunity to either cement their spot in the eight or top four completely lost it. Completely lost it. All right. Mm-hmm. So it, you've got no one to blame but yourselves, but does that get to show that West Coast's one trick pony at home got beaten by a better team? Beaten um, twice. This season. Yeah. Tigers, 40 points at home. I don't think the hunger's there. And the cats, well, I told you what. When half your, when half your, um, Half your players are lining up for the pension every week. It's going to be a little bit hard to beat the young fellas across there. Oh, and by the (laughs) way, if you want to talk about losses, didn't we lose a game by uh, one point when there should have been a free kick? We didn't go on about it. So it happens to everybody. That's why three votes, you're dragged. (laughs) All right, mine. And look at everybody agreeing with me. Everybody agrees with me.
1: All right, (laughs) mine. Mine are... Um, what? What are we up to? Do? Are we doing the positive or the negative, Peps? I the negative, Jay. The negative. Good. Okay.
0: good. Tune in, big fella.
1: I'm just too busy trying to have fun with what you're saying because you're just uh, you're sooking it up against you're, you're it up against other sooks of the AFL, and I yeah, love but it. But we're
0: on the top of the ladder. We we can sook.
1: That's true. Um, all right. So just um, shit. First ones. Sorry. Yeah. All of my. I have a theme here, Peps. Once again, a theme, and let's call it failure to launch. <laughs>
0: Hey, good movie with uh, Matthew McConaughey and um, Kate Hudson. Never seen it.
1: Um, Anyway, so Giants, what an opportunity you let slip. What an opportunity you let slip against the lowly placed Hawthorne Football Club. You could have, by burying that game and putting in quite a bit of distance, jumped yourselves into the top eight, which people thought about six weeks ago was almost impossible. You could have done that, but you decided – to fail to launch. Shit Rejected. Let's look at the next one. Richmond have all but done their dash for a top four this year. Second chance, not here. Here, yeah, no second chance. Robbo? They had a chance nice. to launch and bury St. Kilda when we're looking at it from the outset. I don't know what's wrong. I'm not a coach. I'm not paid a million dollars and hub and life and all those sorts of things. But something looks off and they are going to struggle to, to win the premiership from this position now on because they had a chance to jump into the top four conversation. Now woof, they're going to be in a fight for the eight. Boom shakalaka. Finally, G-Long. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> what was that? I know the game was tough. I understand it was a tough game, but taking the form that you were having into this game against Brisbane Lions, I expected maybe a little bit better. I didn't expect to be completely blown out, but a win would have all but sealed the top four of this for, for moving forward. But unfortunately, you lost, and Port Adelaide find themselves a percentage, and now you're in a three way battle against uh, our sons, us, or Port Adelaide, our and, sons. And- no, I understand swans, swans, swans,
0: swans. <laughs> swans. They, mate, don't worry about the swans. They're they, they cooked, mate. The swans are done. Hey, 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 they're still there. They're still there. Hey, mate. hey, buddy,
1: buddy turned on three goals in the last quarter against us. I was, Hey, I He's getting close to shit. that thousand. I was shitting myself. I was like, this game is lost. Um, anyway, so they're my team. Giants, Richmond, Geelong, absolute failures to launch because you really have potentially stuffed your whole
0: season up already. Oh, j dog! All I can simply say, mate, you are—he's on fire! On fire, my friend. Now we're getting some—we're getting some stuff coming through on the chat right now, right. and it is go through some bits. It is awesome. Um, radio. Uh, apparently, it's the loss that we had to have. Okay, Geelong supporter there. And uh, Jared Hodges. Hey, <laughs> yeah. The man. Sean the man, Higgins is completely finished. Jordan Clark can't to. get a game, but Higgins can. I agree. I'd take Clark any day of the week. Uh, Gold Coast shit. Oh, please leave my leave my. There's something not right there. There is something not right there. (laughs) Um, We'll leave that one alone. Um, Essendon supporters of Sooks, boo-hoo. See, people agree with me. 100% correct, Peps, once again. Um, Mm. What else have we got? Uh, Oh, the Booers didn't Sook it up when the same umps gave them three of their eight goals, including one over the line. Oh, exactly right. Did you (laughs) see that one? I did. It, it was. He virtually, had, he, had, it. he virtually had his foot in the crotch of the cheer squad members. Yeah. He was that far across the line. Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, yeah, umpiring has been bad. You can't do anything about it. All right. Um, and I just think that it's a dynasty. It's it, the doggies could have a dynasty. There's just so much coming through at the moment. That's why we love our Facebook. Community, we lace our community. Everybody on the chat as well too. So, radio uh, J Dog, what else yeah. have you got on the of news?
1: All right, so we we spoke about it at the top, but there have been some changes to round sixteen moving forward now with all the COVID changes coming in. One change: seven twenty PM Suns Giants round seventeen clash um, for round seven, not sixteen, but for round seventeen could have to be moved to Ballarat. Um, So the Gold Coast-GWS clash is going to be moved or likely to be moved down to Ballarat Uh, once again to try and free up some spots for the other Mm -hmm. games going on and um, keep this season alive, hopefully.
0: They might go down to Sovereign Hill, go down to the Mars Factory for a bit of a tour and see some (laughs) of the sites down there, maybe go to Creswick, do the Hedge Maze.
1: There could be. There is a
0: bit there to do too. So, look, I think we might have to squeeze a few of them in. I think we might have to do a bit of a footy fiesta. But I think some of the teams who've got a bit of a gap at the top, doggies, D's yeah, uh, potentially they're going to be the beneficiaries of it as well too. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> so definitely there.
1: A bit, a bit, a bit of movement going on in round sixteen. So just keep your eyes glued to your TVs, to your Facebooks, to your whatever. Oh, just you look
0: keep at. your keep your keep your eyes glued to the. Um, to your, your Spotify feed or your Google podcast feed, because when we know, you will know and tipped out this week, we'll definitely be altering their selections based on where teams are going to be well, going. We don't even know that at this stage. Dockers,
1: Docker's Blues maybe could move to Tasmania. Oh, um, that's one maybe. there. Um, so who knows? Who knows what, how they're going to keep mm-hmm. it all going at the moment. Yeah, I don't know what they're
0: going to do. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I will say one thing though is that apparently I've heard on the Twitters for you, Jamie because mm-hmm. uh, this one's stuck completely under the radar. And if anybody on the chat knows this or anybody listening to this right now knows, apparently Collingwood are looking for a new coach. Get out of here. No, apparently they're looking for a new coach. First of all, I heard about it. They've put a, they've put a, um, a board together. They've put a group of people together to, to, to select this mm-hmm. uh, subcommittee and they're thinking of appointing someone. So have you got a bit of an update on that? What's going on?
1: I do. They have got a group of five now looking for a new coach and no guesses as to who do you think is top of that list? C. Judd. <laughs> Close.
0: Cross line. S. Mitchell. Mm. So, Do you reckon Sam Mitchell will leave Hawthorne though?
1: Peps, I don't know. I don't know. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still this. Make Vossy coach again. I'm still <laughs> <laughs>
0: Probably would still be a better, better coach second time around.
1: Um, so Luke Ball was added to um, as a fifth member um, to the panel to uh, find their new coach, and he joins football director Paul Lecuria, followed board member Peter Murphy, chief executive Mark Anderson, and head of football Graham Wright on the coaching subcommittee. So it's good to see that column are really branching out and getting maybe
0: some other people's perspectives on who the mm. coach could be. Yeah, I'll look, no doubt that they've uh, they've stretched their arms wide. <laughs> and said, yep, we're going, to, uh, we're going to stretch to the far end of the earth to, to pick it. Remember when they – remember which other club said it? That oh, North Melbourne when they said we're going to have a honest review and uh, pick the best coach possible. Yeah. And then they just went with the coach who was Still filling right. in at the time and yep. we know how that ended up too. So, <laughs> hey, you know what? Someone just Rocco, – Rocco mentioned Maddie Knights. I'll tell you what, Maddie Knights, regardless – I think I've mentioned this before. Regardless who took over Sheedy. Yeah. Was going to be completely stuffed. And so that's not that's not a fair trait, Maddie Knights. I think if you have a look at who he brought in, and we've said that before, go back and look and see at his time, who he brought into the club, playing wise, et cetera. He did a pretty good job, okay? And mm-hmm. I think he did it at a better job than um, the other guy heard who took over, to be honest. <laughs> well, one guy left the club and the other one left it in, um, left it in the shambles.
1: Yeah, so Peps, I mean, at the moment, if you just look on any sporting betting agency at the moment, they've probably got their list of of their top five in there. Mm-hmm. I think Joel Michael says something around the thirty four dollar mark. But I haven't, I haven't, I don't bet on coaches. I don't look at the coaching markets yeah. like that.
0: Yep, yeah. I'm on. I'm on the thirty four dollar market. The thing is, you can only do a fifteen dollar bet. That's as much as you can do on a number of these places. All oh, right, but I, I got I got my person at thirty fours today due okay. to Joel Michael. I won't let it out. But if you want to find okay. out. I'll give you the initials, A-K, and I'm leaving it at that. Okay.
1: All right. All right. Um, who, knows, who knows where it's going to end up? Obviously, you've got your money in uh, backing you, so let's just have mm-hmm. a look. Let's have a look. Peps is paying out at $34.
0: <laughs> I, I pay out for a lot less than that. Oh, just give yeah, me an opportunity good. and I'll pay out on anybody for um, free. We've already gone through who maybe could be
1: the potential coach of Koff Collingwood, mm-hmm. but just jump on any sports bet or any of those betting agencies. Bet responsibly, of course. Bet, bet responsibly. Call cool. whatever one eight hundred bet. But and drink and drive. Jump on, have a look at there. So, Peps. That's around the grounds at the moment because everything at the moment is a bit of a flux. Will we? Will we not have a round of football moving ahead? What's going to happen in the next three weeks? All those sorts of things. Who knows?
0: Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot going on at the moment. It's going to be a bit tough to try and figure out who's going to do it, who's going to do it. Potentially, there could be more coaches. Hey, by the way, just one other thing. Can you believe huh. Carlton are doing this half season review now?
1: Um, as opposed to what? Why? Oh, okay. Um, to make decisions on the coaches coming forward on all all coaching positions going forward at that club. Why? To see if they need to tell people now it's time to maybe look for a job elsewhere to let people prepare for life after Carlton, if that's the way it goes. But- and then also because the market is hot, we've got Collingwood looking for a coach. They feel like, oh, shit, maybe we, if Carlton are looking down that path, they need to think about, well, maybe we need to um, – you know, oh, so I just follow from what everybody
0: else is doing. Well, it just doesn't make any sense Carlton why they would do it. Happy.
1: People aren't happy. at Carlton Pips.
0: Carlton but, are never hold happy. on a second, what aren't they happy with? The plate. Cripps is staying. Cripps is staying. Being shit. Matey signed on for fifteen years. Well, I don't think it's the coach. To be honest, I think it's all the other crap that's going on there. Maybe oh, he's got too much on his plate.
1: He could. He may need a, a whole new that's swing shit. of assistance.
0: I don't but why know. what are they going after Teague for? Because Teague, you're. It's it's it's, it's, a, it's a cop out, mate. It's a cop out. It's always go every for the coach. club does it.
1: It's, every, was it's it, crap. Was it Bailey's fault? Was it? Uh, no, it wasn't
0: Bailey's fault. That okay. should have been. They sacked the wrong person. They shouldn't. It, that should not have been Dean Bailey at all. Okay. All right. And by the but, way, Joel Michael, cracking, cracking comment that he's just made now when it comes to uh, exactly, exactly that, and he just said. Uh, Carlton's issue is the, their list management. Let's put it up for everybody to see. Carlton's issue is their list management and they're overpaying players, they're stuffed. Have you seen some of the contracts that this club has thrown around and the money that the they've been throwing, Oh, my God. Correct. And that's, that's where you need about. to be looking.
1: What we're talking about, review, not just on the
0: football field, but in all of the dark corners of the football club. But the contracts are contracts, mate. You can't change them. It's it, too bad, too sad.
1: Oh, I know they're now, but those people who made those decisions, are they still there? Do they need to – is that something we need to look at moving forward? Um, what is yeah. what is the process for signing these players up to these long-term contracts? Where does it go to? Who makes these decisions? What what are the processes that get us there?
0: Well, that's, things- what cracks, well that's what cracks me up, that people keep going on about the Brody Grundy situation and oh, how, they, you know, how they did this. And, hey, mate, Eddie, you signed off on that. Mm. You're telling me Eddie McGuire, president of the club, wouldn't have signed off on a one million dollar contract. So don't go down. Oh, it's all the, it, oh, the board, the board, the board. Net, you know, whoever was looking after it, it had nothing to do with them. It's part of what he did. Yeah, so I'm just sick and tired of boards thinking they know better. Just let them you just get the off-field stuff right. Let the on-field stuff work out for itself. Stop sticking your nose in the pig's trough. I I hear you, Pete. I hear you. It's, it's, it's Peps, by the way. But that's yeah, I know. I know. I was, I was thinking hey. of something else. Well, you know what else, though? Here's one thing. Do you know what's rising? Our rising star for this week, Devin Robertson. Oh, yeah. Mate, he has received around 15 NAB rising star for his efforts in the Lions, 44-point mauling of the Cats on the weekend, 16 disposals, 20 pressure acts, two goal assists, four tackles, and um, kept Joel Selwood to basically um, 13 touches on a Thursday night. So it's the first one that the Lions have got all year surprising. Um, Although last year they had a shitload. Yeah. So Ducks and Drakes, they've got a lot in that second and third year bracket, but it's just nice to see someone getting some reward after a consistent season, not just playing a couple of good games and then expecting that they're going to get one.
1: He's a ball. He's a genuine midfielder ball.
0: He's just another one of those Brisbane boys. I'll tell you what, they, when they play in those jumpers, they just look, they just look tough. They That's just fair. look good. They look tough in those Richmond jumpers. I mean, uh, Lions jumpers, it's been a big day, big day. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I think they're just going to have to rename it to the James Jordan Award, and I hope it does come in because I've got him and Clayton Oliver <laughs> in a multi for the, there's always for the towards the end of the year. There's, there's always, always a catch involved. James Jordan, hope you win it, my friend, because I've got you into Oliver. You are
1: you are as dodgy as Christopher oh Skase. Back back in
0: your own business ventures. Someone has to back him. All righty. Hey, J-Dog. Yes. Let's get into just something I want to talk about quickly, splashing the cash. Not too much um, on the contract news this week, but I think the big one to come out over the weekend was Paddy Cripps finally putting to rest a lot of speculation that was going on with him. He signs up again at Carlton. He's literally going to finish his career here. Um, I want that uh, whistle. What's that what
1: you know, whistle? You know, the whistle, he goes, like, you pull it out, and goes. That one? <laughs> yeah. If there is something just like, oh, my goodness, why did you sign that for?
0: Hey, well, you know what, maybe he's got, maybe. He, um, he's got know. what? Maybe he's, he's got, got a half-five. Half-five. Here's your contract, X amount over X amount. Half-five. Half-five. That's all he went with. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. It's. He just got faith in the club. He said, I've got faith in the club and good on him. He's got faith in the club. You know what? Listen, if you had to pick, well, I think we said it a while ago. If you had to take Essendon, Carlton or Collingwood as the three teams, who would you go with? Essendon. Essendon, Carlton and Collingwood would be the way I'd go now. I just think that they're Carlton. They're just a little bit away.
1: <laughs> a little bit. No, I
0: don't, think, I, don't think they're, I don't think they're the worst out there. There's other teams that are in a worse position. But it can turn around quickly, as we know with what's happened with Essendon this year as well. too. Happened with Fremantle. It's happened with Brisbane as well. Sydney, they've turned it around. Um yeah. I think it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Contracts are too long. Hey, the board has to sign off it. Sign off on it. That's exactly the way it goes.
1: Is Mark La still there? Is he gone this year?
0: No, nah, he's gone. Le oh. Yeah, Le what a, what a I'm sick of saying that name too. He's gone as well too. <laughs> All, right. All, right, yeah. All right, J-Dog. Um, yes. Now, you wanted to do a bit of a theme going into this week's listener question. So starting off with last week's and then leading into this week's.
1: Okay. Yes, okay? because we definitely seem to have a bit of a thing with our listeners where they like the food question, so we're going to stick with the food question. I
0: know. Just eat responsibly, guys.
1: All right. So the question last week was what was your favorite Favorite fruit or fruit-flavored thing? So we had... This was a bit of a um, fizzle. Yeah, it wasn't that great. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Oh, it was shit. Uh, been, been shit. Uh, Nick from the Portraits Podcast has come and said, the humble lemon, uh, it's a potato of the fruit world, does everything. It goes with everything. <laughs> it can do everything. <laughs> I, haven't Desserts, had mashed, I haven't had mashed
0: lemon with my sausages.
1: Hey, hey, hey. Lemon is good over fish and chips. Lemon is good over everything. Lemon is good in your beer. Lemon is good on as a dessert, lemon tart, all those sorts of things. Lemon is freaking delicious. Lemon really is the hero of, of, of most kitchens.
0: You know what lemon is? Lemon is also very sour, like the Essendon supporters were on Saturday night.
1: <laughs> yes. um, Jared Hodges, the man to see if you need some instant turf in your house because he makes the best I don't know, I don't know. What's the word there? Synthetic turf. Synthetic oh. turf. Jared Hodges. Man, go see. Okay, um, cool. Uh, tomato. Yes, technically a fruit. Um, can go in everything. I like it. I like It's not a bad one. I'm not huge on tomato personally myself. Mm. I like a little bit of tomato, but I'm not one of those ones you can like eat a garden salad and have like the big wedges of tomato like some people
0: mm. would do. Are you saying they, they look firm on the outside, but when you cut them open, they're quite soft?
1: Um. Yeah, sure, if you're going yeah, to go. go with something. Yeah, a bit like
0: what Geelong served up like. last <laughs> week.
1: Um, big fan of Wayne McKenzie's response here. Lifesavers, the Blackberry Pastels, the ones that are a bit soft. Oh, the Juby ones. Mm. Yeah, they're good. Oh, Peps has gone. See you later, Peps. Just the Jamie show tonight. All right, Gary uh, McKenzie has said that's sad, Wayne. Oh, peps, the show was better. We had ratings through the roof and then you just come back on. All right. We also have uh Roo Boy Chatsy, old Jazzy there talking about he likes the Rock Star Energy Drink fruit flavored ones. There, I'm not big on the energy drink Peps because it just yeah. it has a smell to it that I'm just not huge on. Mm. And I had a big night on. Like we've all had big nights on uh, vodka Red mixing, Bulls. Yeah, mixing vodka Red Bulls, Jagerbombs. Yeah. Red Bull.
0: Jim Beam and Red Bull.
1: Yeah, so we've all had massive nights, and the smell now just puts me off a little bit. But yep. not to say that I won't, I won't have a big night on on oh, that sort when of stuff. When you come, come down come to Cougarland,
0: Vinny, Vinny Matafari, uh Rocco Matafari, and uh, Milny. <laughs> watch out, mate.
1: I would, I would, watch I would not turn that down. I'd actually quite enjoy that. So, Peps, um, yep. that was around our fruit flavored or fruit things. Yep. Peps, what's your favorite fruit
0: or fruit flavored thing? Um, look, I um, I do like a bit of watermelon, and pineapple type yeah. of guy. Yeah. Um, apple. I don't like bananas. Don't like the way they look. Don't like the texture. Don't, okay. Don't, don't like it. Yeah, but right. if you mash it up and put in a drink or smoothie or yep, yep delicious. Smash but I don't it. like eating them. Yeah, smash it. All right. Now you've yes. got a new new list. question coming up. Is that correct?
1: I do. Peps. It's a bit um, of a. It's a bit of a looking at a bit of a vintage theme theme this week.
0: Okay. So I think what we need to do is you don't actually know this part, but. I've decided to put on some backing music while you do your question. I might just get this one going, and um, I might just just tell me when it's loud enough. <laughs> That's it. Go a bit louder. Stop there. Okay. Got to go with some CD for this one, peeps. Oh, you're
1: right. Pepsi, you've made this show just from at least a three to a four. We're, oh, just having this up. That's, a, that's a 33% jump. That is. Um, okay. So what I want to know from our listeners is which old flavor of ice cream is the best. Mm. I don't talk about all this new shit and, and how we can scientifically engineer flavours, I'm talking old school rum, raisin,
0: poison <laughs> berry. Chalk block. That sort of stuff. So, you're talking about. So, can it be an ice cream flavor or can it be an actual ice cream? Like the. I will uh, accept ice creams, but I'll also want ice cream flavors. Okay, so they had the chalk wedge. You had the two in ones. You had the shark attacks. Mm-hmm. You had the. Oh, these. Um, the Ninja Turtles. You had the rockets. Yeah, you had the, oh, what about the chocolate on chocolate on chocolate puddle pops? Yeah, Ooh. bubble bills back oh. when they had the bubble the, the, yeah, when, that, the, when, the when the they actually had a proper one. Yep, yep, yes, we're talking. What about the um, the the bubble stick, which actually rate the ice cream and then you peeled the stick off, and then there was actually bubble gum as the stick?
1: Oh, okay, I okay. don't think I ever recall that one, but peps, yep. I want either old school flavors that are the best or what's the best. Item. In fact, no. Stuff the old flavors. What is the best ice cream ever? Ever. Just best ice cream. Ever. I'm exactly. opening them up. I'm a- this is on the run, Peps. We're opening it up. This is best ice cream ever.
0: Uh, un- unlike, unlike um, I don't know, unlike Richmond, we can think on our toes and have a plan B. What's it going? We we workshop it. We
1: talk oh, things are. out. We
0: get the responses from our listeners. Maxi bonds have been around enough. If it, if you yep. can buy it now, yep. if you can buy it when you were alive, it's been around long enough. Yep. Yep. How's that?
1: We are, we are we we do not just go for people of our age demographic. peps. we go. All age demographics.
0: Yeah. You know, back when my 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 parents were growing up, I know when my grand was growing up in West Newport, he, he went to the he went to the ice cream shop and they had like forty eight different flavors. They were all vanilla, but he had so much to choose from back in those days. Baskin Robbins has forty eight flavors. Mm. Oh, was it can you afford Baskin Robbins? No one can afford Baskin Robbins. Carl, you doing oh. Baskin Robbins. Cold rock.
1: Cold Rock is literally, that is a criminal organization, Cold Rock. Yep, it is. That needs to be
0: investigated by ice someone. Cream mafia. Yep, exactly right. So, <laughs> so, um, so that's the listener question. What is your favorite ice, ice cream? cream? Love it. I love it. Alrighty. So Sorry. what is the best ice cream? The best ice cream. I don't
1: care about oh, your favorite. Mate, we're getting them in what right, right the now. Best?
0: Maxi Bonds, Bubble O'Bills, Sunny Boys. Uh, J-Dog <laughs> is the fan of a gay time. <laughs> Is that hair? He's bald. And he's got a beard. Enough said. <laughs> All right, Love mate. It. All right, one week at a time. Time to look at this week's games. Yeah. What stands out for you this week? What catches your eye? What's um what's going to be the one that blows, listeners? What's going to be the one that's going to blow this one away for you? Um, oh. Start with you, J Dog. What's what's caught Jesus. your eye for for the round?
1: Well. Do we, do we talk about the tweaked Suns versus Richmond? That was from Metricon down to Marvel. No, mm. for me, for me, the game of the round this week has to be oh, Geelong versus
0: Essendon. It's one. It could be actually that 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 is going to be a ripper. It's going to, that is going to be a Friday night special in itself, isn't it?
1: Yep, because if. Essendon want to jump into that top eight. They need to win this game. Mm. And if Geelong want to bounce back and show everyone that they're not the geriatric cats,
0: they need to win this game. Well, there's two games going on at exactly the same time on Saturday night that I'm pretty much excited for. But for two various different reasons. First of all, it's Carlton versus Fremantle. We don't know where it's going to be at this stage. It was going to be in Perth. Now, the reason for that is, is that Fremantle keep winning. They have a massive chance to jump into the eight because of what's happening um, uh, at the outside of it. That one's going to be moved one, down to, to, to Tassie. Probably. But the one underneath that, which is going to be at Marvel Stadium, the Hawks versus Port Adelaide. Now, Jamie, the Hawks did a number last week on the GWS. Their tails are going to be up at the moment. They're, they're mm-hmm. going to be flying, mm-hmm. no pun intended. This is the game you have to win because this is not going to cost you a, shot, a spot in the finals. This could be your top four going out the window if you lose a game like this.
1: Do,
0: do, 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 do. Nah, we're going to win this, Peps. Yeah, okay. Cool. Supreme confidence. That's good because they're, they're, they're the games that I'm looking at at the moment that could shape it. Everything else is pretty much, you know, not, nothing to, to look look forward to. Can the Saints do it again? North won't get near the doggies. Sydney um, Eagles. Sydney Eagles will be an interesting one. I must admit, though, I'm thinking about it, if that's going to be HBA, I'll definitely take the Swans. So. I'm tipping if you're Melbourne, Brisbane, and the doggies, you're just going to love these games with everybody punching themselves at the moment. a race goes killed killer vest Meadows. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, no, plenty of games to look forward to this weekend. It's good to see some of the cho- some of the uh, some of the ones coming in as well too. Hey buddy, I think that's the show for tonight. Yes, um, absolutely. Yep. Now, just a couple of things. Go for it. We're yes, going
1: to highlight I know Everyone who's put your answers in tonight, fantastic. I love that you've got involved. Chuck That's- them onto oh, our Facebook site as well because there's people outside of just our little community that love to see your answers and mm. people have very strong opinions. You often see my wife in there
0: yelling at people because she has a very strong opinion about oh, ice cream. Yes, she has. <laughs> she has. Now, I'm just going to throw this one out. There's been a statement just made on the chat right now that I have to quickly go and state, right? <laughs> this, 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 if, if this write-off. actually it's happens... Pardon? It's a tax write-off. It's, it's probably going to be a tax write-off, and I don't care. But Jared, Jared has just written out, I'll shout every Lace Out listener a beer if Essendon beats the Cats. Now, there's a couple of things for this. First and foremost, it can't be Carlton Zero. It can't be a light beer. And... It cannot be any, uh, a craft beer. It has to be a genuine ripping beer. It can't, no, be,
1: no a, it can't be a beer. A,
0: a, a no crownie. VB. No VB. No, no crownies. No
1: crownies. No. VB's
0: all right. Mm, calm down, J-Dog. All right. <laughs> yeah. Just make it a slab of Jimmy Cans and I'll be on with that. All right. But um, tell you what, big one. I think everybody's going to be hoping that Essendon beats the Cats this weekend. We will go nude. <laughs> <laughs> literally go nude alright um, so a couple of things um, once again if you have uh, need a new footy go to the Sharon page lace out in the chat in the uh, the checkout get yourself 30% which is literally half rice peps thanks Jamie this month um, also comp- Mick Warner's book is out there anybody if you haven't read it get onto it it's a corker if you haven't listened to me any of get onto it because it's a corker um, and most importantly, um, just remember Thursday night we got tipped out too. So get around, we'll have our tips. But that's it. Massive episode, lots of things that we want to we've got through. Get into listener to question. Um, roller girl, you've been sensational tonight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tell you what, if it wasn't for me holding the fort down here doing everything, um, I don't know. We probably wouldn't have lace out, especially with your your um, skills with
0: technology at the moment, Peps. That's okay, Jamie. That's okay. Like yeah, I said, yeah. behind every behind every superstar race car driver, there's got to be a pit crew, and that's right. Just, you just hide in the sheds, and I'll do the rest. Have it. a great week, listeners. J Dog. I must ask the question. It's a yes. simple how we want it. And everybody on the chat, how do you want your footy? Lace out, lace out. Have a great week. Leave us a review on uh, iTunes if you haven't done one. For everyone who joined us tonight. Thank you very much. Without you, we are nothing. Everybody listening to this, without you, we are nothing. Thanks for listening to our latest episode. If you haven't done so already, make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. I'm your host, Chris Pepper, and with Jamie Wallace, we give you your footy how you want it. Peace out.